Hello and welcome to Subculture, the podcast exploring subcultures from around the world. I'm your host, Jake Brennan, and I'm joined today by other flavours of Earth, Joanna Graham. Hello. Benjamin Hymans. A uh, very muddy handshake to you. And Jacob Abbott. <laughs> Guys, I think we're going to have a muddy good time with this one. <laughs> Get out. Get out. Have the doors open. Leave. Ugh. Guys, what is your favourite Earth? Now, are you talking about, like, <laughs> soil types? Are you talking about, like, the concept of an Earth? What's your deal here? Yeah, what's your favourite substance that comes from Earth that you categorise as Earth? Hmm. I like it pebbly. You know, when you, like, you run your hand through it and it's quite dry, but there's a good Ooh. number of pebbles in there. Ooh, that's good Earth. What about you, Joe? I think clay. You know when you go on holiday and you get to, like, be covered in clay... And they wash it off you and it's like good for your skin. That. Good for your skin, bad for your shoes. Yeah. No, don't wear <laughs> shoes if you're going there. You hear it here first, folks. If you see somebody running at you barefoot across the moors, it's probably Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we keep her when we're not recording. <laughs> we just let her around free range. <laughs> we drive around with a little van and like just a big slab of meat and a picture of Seth Rollins. And we wait we do the call that's like, arr, arr. <laughs> Ear to the ground. You hear footsteps coming from miles away. That wet slap of a footstep, which Jake knows all about far too well. <laughs> the clay slapping footsteps of Joanna Graham running across the moors into our van to get her to a recording studio. You have to do that every episode as well. It's exhausting for everyone. It's worth the work. <laughs> Jebs, what about you? What's your favourite earth? I'm going to go for a nice sandy loam. Now, I will say, I don't entirely know what that is. I just know it is a type of soil, so, you know. It's quite a gritty one. Mm, yeah, I imagine so. Very nice. Yeah, easy for roots to penetrate, but not got as much grit behind it if you get a bit of wind in. <laughs> wow. Ah, I see you're a, a cultured gentleman who knows <laughs> the soils. The thing is, I should know, because I used to work in a lab that tested soil samples, so I really should know. I'm a bit of a, a charlatan. Now, when you say soil sample, you mean from the earth, not from the bum. <laughs> yes, it was for like agricultural purposes, so it was proper soil, but there was a slurry department. Wow. We have one of those where I work currently, and um, they do have a thingy that's called a fertiliser management plan, which gets quite cheerfully referred to as the shit sheet. Because it is. It's what it is. I just refer to it as my podcast show. Um, oh. <laughs> so we're on the subject of mud because if you haven't guessed already by the title today's episode is about mudders and all things sloppy and brown that from the earth not quite all things that's for a different episode some of those <laughs> oh god oh we'll be held to that at all the chocolate pudding episode is coming another time <laughs> <laughs> oh no you filthy fucks right Ben you are our expert on all thing mudders so what is a mudder? Some people just love mud, the substance of mud. And when I say some people, it's actually it's quite a significant number of people, but they don't realise it. For us in the UK and our UK listeners, you're probably very aware that mud is marvellous and just fantastic for growing a spud. Mm. Yes. Um, but it's also one of the most abundant resources that's been available for longer than humans have even existed. That's pretty good shit. It is. It is pretty good shit. Mud has been around since before the dinosaurs. Mud has technically been around since the start of physics, I believe. What a flex. <laughs> what a flex. Yeah, you think back to your childhood, and one of the earliest things most people play with, to some extent, is mud. You sit a child in a garden, 
they're going to find mud. Am I going to put it in their mouth? That's kind of where it begins. And some people just never grow out of it. They keep that love of mud. Joe, yourself in the introduction, you're saying, you know, you go out of these clay muddy fields and you're not wearing shoes. And I bet you're probably quite enjoying that, aren't you? It's good for your skin. Mm -hmm. So it sounds to me like you might be a mudder. Oh, am I? I think you might. You sound so disappointed. <laughs> it's every episode. I'm like, oh, it's a new thing. I am. <laughs> I'm a juggalo now, I guess. Hey, it's another one to add to the CV. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I deplore the mud. I don't like getting things muddy. I don't like getting muddy shoes. It ruins the order of my life. I think I might be anti-mud. <laughs> this might be my only subculture that I'm not okay with. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. Because when you think about mud. What's the first thing you think about, Jake? Is it just mess, or is it the fact that mud was critical to our evolution as a species? Did you know that the first houses were made out of mud <laughs> 11,000 years ago? Oh, get owned, get owned. Wow, first thing I think of mud is the stain on my carpet and how I'm going to get on all fours <laughs> dealing with that shit. But I guess, yeah, it helped make the world. Big anti-mud's got to you, Jake. You're convinced <laughs> by these corporate entities that you don't want mud. Embrace the mud. Become the mud. <laughs> uh, I don't want to become mud. I like being clean. You have to sell me on it more. So, how do you get into being a mudder? What kind of things can a mudder do to be more muddy? It's a mindset that you have to get into. And I think there's very few people who fully admit to being mudders, but there's many more people who are without realising it. And because mud is older than us as a species, I think it's something we're all born with to some degree. Like, you know how dogs can apparently swim as soon as they're born? Yeah. I think... Naturally, as a species, we are born loving mud and we have to grow out of it. And so to become a mudder, you almost just have to hold on to that childlike mindset of loving mud. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, like, you know, you put a child in front of mud, they're going to have a great time. Making mud pies, that's something that all children do. But then as you grow older, it becomes less acceptable to be dirty. But you get a lot of people that do it in various ways. One of the most common ways you see people experiencing the mudder lifestyle is um, quad biking and big cars and stuff like that, where they're going out into muddy fields and doing that. Or just generally hiking in poor conditions. You get a lot of fair weather hikers, it's like, it's sunny, I'll go out for a hike. No, you need to go out when it's tipping it down and you're going to be up to your knees in mud. And that's <laughs> the best time to go for a hike, because after that hike, you feel so much more achieved with what you've done. What about bathing in mud? I've seen that on the television once or twice. Yeah, as we mentioned, mud, especially if you get the consistency and the content of the mud right, fantastic for your skin. And generally, if you haven't tried it, just a good time. You know, in a safe, controlled mud bath environment where it's actually set up as well, you've got absolutely nothing to worry about and you're yeah. just going to really enjoy yourself. And you're going to come out filthy and then that shower afterwards, mm. you're going to feel the cleanest you've ever felt. There's so many different ways you can enjoy mud as well. You don't have to be in it. So we, we talked about you've got quad bikers, you've got cars. There's something called mud larking, which is a type of mudding, which is not necessarily going in the mud to get dirty, but going in the mud to find treasure. And who doesn't love treasure as well? What? Ooh. Who's throwing shit in mud? All sorts of people throw shit in mud. This thing, no matter where you throw something, it all eventually ends up in mud. True. I think it's the River Thames, isn't it? You have to get like a permit and stuff, but you can go yeah. and match take. What? People find all sorts of stuff in yeah. down there. Yeah, I mean, it's the city's so been gross. there for 2,000 years or whatever. All that stuff that's been thrown into wow. the river over those years. I guess it's running water as well. Stuff gets unearthed. Mm. Mm. You've got people who, you know, you enjoy a good mud bath, like you say. Some people like to eat it. I probably wouldn't recommend that unless you've got very specifically made medical mud. I imagine you can get sanitary mud, but... Why would you want to, though? 
That's a really good question. I was not able to figure that out myself. <laughs> My dog eats mud, and I figure it, it must just taste nice. It could be, unfortunately, a mental health issue, maybe some kind of eating thing. <laughs> but a lot of people say that eating mud and stuff like that is very good for your digestion. Yeah, do doctors say it's good? Or do just the people who eat the mud I've say I've not it? interviewed any doctors that would say it's good. <laughs> it's good for me. But you hear about, um, like, um, animals um, and um. stuff that eat pebbles to help them, like... Because I think cows do it, don't they? We're not cows. If you eat mud, please let us know why. Mm. We need to know. And then, of course, for some people that just find mud absolutely sexy for some reason. Oh, getting on this early. Hello. The thing that originally brought me on to mud is... This particular video here, which I'll try and uh, send to you. So this is the Boots and Kicks YouTube channel. I'll give us an audio description. It just starts with barefoot and a picture of some mud. And I'm already getting an idea of what this is. It's a video of a man and the camera's pointing at his feet. And there's a lot of mud there. And he's just walking through in some cowboy boots. I wouldn't really say he's walking through. He's just getting himself muddy and enjoying it. And what's more pure than that? I haven't got the audio on. Is he making squelchy sounds? Oh yeah, they're quite squelchy. He's also, you might want to just turn it up a little bit. There's a very calming sort of soundtrack behind it as well. I was going to say it's slightly ominous, but I mean, each their own. Yeah, the music's very Twin Peaks. Mm. This scene of someone walking through mud of only having a foot shot is very David Lynch. <laughs> Oh, there's a big muddy puddle there. So this guy just makes videos of walking through boggy mud mud marshlands. Yeah, entirely. And there's a fair few of them in here too. Um, It looks like he's been doing it for about three years. But if you go to the channel and click on the channels tab, there's just this massive network of people who love muddy shoes. Oh my God. Hundreds of them. Oh my God. There are so many. Have we just discovered a fetish? Now, you say fetish. I think some of these people may very well be into it in a sexy manner. Some of them may appreciate it from just the aesthetic point of view. I wouldn't want to judge their mindsets. I think there is an ASMR element to it as well. Surely, yeah. It's quite relaxing watching that video. On saying that, though, I'm just looking at some of the comments. Hot, 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 hot. <laughs> awesome video, cowboy. <laughs> so, yeah, I think there's people on each side, you know? Mm. I love the rub down at the end. I have to ask, like, just looking at some of this, so is it the mud itself, or is it like the boots being destroyed? Is that what people are? I think it's the boots being destroyed by the mud. It's the combination okay. of taking boots and putting them in mud. The same way you might take a car and put it in mud and get some kind of enjoyment out of that. I mean, it's quite forbidden, isn't it? It's the type of thing that like, your mum would tell you off for doing. So it's quite like... Mm. That is a very good point, actually. We don't really grow out of it. We're told not to do it. It becomes yeah. a taboo, doesn't it? Because, yeah. oh, don't get your clothes muddy. Don't ruin your new shoes. Mm. Maybe that just makes some people want you more. Yeah. Oh, there's a point when he gets his socks all muddy as well. <laughs> oh, I could, I've been walking and hiking with wet socks. It just brings me pain. Muddy shoes I'm fine with, muddy feet I'm fine with, muddy socks I am disgusted by. Yeah, same. It's like socks in bed, it's forbidden. I don't mind socks in bed, it's muddy socks. That just makes me feel claustrophobic. (laughs) I think you generally need to make an effort to at some point go out on a really wet rainy day, find somewhere where you can go and safely get yourself horrendously muddy. Oh, I don't know. I think if Jake's already nervous, he needs to do it properly. He needs to do it in a spa. I think I do. I'm too much of a soft boy to get through a fully muddy mud moment. (laughs) 
my feet are so soft and gentile that I'd hit a rock and I'd lose a leg. <laughs> That's the thing, like in spas, the mud they have isn't the type of mud you think of. It's like not mud yeah. you know about, like normally in England. This other weird uh, material. <laughs> a blend of uh, finest soils. Yeah. <laughs> go to Turkey, go to a Turkish spa and then get a plain mud bath and a massage. You'll love it. I've been to a Turkish spa. They beat me up with a pillow full of bubbles. Oh, I love that shit. Mmm. So good. And rubbed salt in my eyes. Oh, what? I mean, on my eyes. It was was across the skin. (laughs) (laughs) And they waterboarded me. Did they make you eat one of those uh, sentry eggs? Is this one of those extreme (laughs) horns? That's a point, though. I mean, talking about our episode on extreme haunters... The thing I talked about, McCamey Manor, they start oh, yeah. that off with like an hour in a muddy forest where you literally go mudding as part of like the torture. They like shove you in swamp mud and like make you Ugh. put your head in it and stuff. So it's like the bad side of mud, the dark side the of dark mud. Side. Yeah, mud can also be horrendously dangerous. You hear about it all can. the time like bog buddies, which is just people who fell in mud like 10,000 years ago. Ooh. Perfectly preserved oh, because nothing so getting around in the mud. Yeah, so. Uh... It acts like quicksand, doesn't it, if it's got too much water It's too it. deep, yeah, because yeah. when you think about mud, it's essentially water trapped in stuff, and think about how heavy water is. So while it looks like solid stuff, actually underneath you it's all mud and it's all wet, so you sink mm. into it further down. And because it's heavy, you can't just lift yourself out a lot of the time. So you've got you to be very careful about the mud you're going to play in. Fun fact, um, the way you rescue someone who is trapped in mud is you give them a snorkel and then just add more water until it's liquid enough they can swim out, which sounds like the worst rescue ever. Yeah, that's so time-consuming. What the hell? It doesn't seem very practical, though. Like, if you are in a bog or wherever, somewhere where someone is drowning in mud, what are the chances that there happen to be, I don't know... not, not great. A nice water reservoir. Everybody just drop your trousers and start pissing. Yeah, pretty much. Right, how about on that very low point, high point? I guess it's low if you slip too far. How about we take a little whiz break and enjoy some of the mud outside the van? How's that sound, guys? Yeah, let's go all pee in the same hole and make a muddy puddle. Yay! (laughs) Mm, Hello, it's me again, Mr. Piss. I thought I'd take you now whilst the others are looking away and tell you about social media. Did you know these sad little fuckers have a social media page? You can find them on Subcultured Cast on Twitter and Instagram. And if not, you can listen to more Riles of Dripe on Subcultured at SoundCloud, iTunes and Spotify. And if you don't like that, I don't blame you. But you can go and visit Podcrabs. That's podcrabs.com for more exciting podcasts. And you don't have to listen to this sorry bunch of wankers. Anyway, I've got to go. Apparently they're pissing on each other and I want to get in with the fun. My... Wow, I loved that experience of everyone pissing on me and rolling in the mud. (laughs) Wait, what? Oh, great. Are you trapped in the mud? We gave him a snorkel, don't worry. 
We. <laughs> I just thought I'd get myself stuck just to be pissed on. And I love it now. I'm a mud man. I'm a dirty little mud boy. <laughs> did you just want to be pissed on? I mean... Mm, it's mm. okay if you did. Um, um, I'm... Just oh, but I don't want to not be a dirty little mud boy. I like being a little dirty mud boy. Yes. I think we're all learning something new tonight. We are learning something. <laughs> the mud's okay as long as it's made with piss. Still a legitimate mud. Still mud. So I'm on board, and I agree with the gripe that we do not love mud enough. How do we make mud more popular? Well, I think one of the ways we could go about doing it is to make it more mainstream to see these sorts of things. So we discussed a lot of people enjoy mud, and you can go out on your own and go on a muddy walk or take muddy cars. But I think televising something to do with mud would be the way to go, more than it already is done. Did you know the first professional mud wrestle was in 1930? But there is no official mud wrestling league for some reason. Oh, Yeah, so I think we need to really start promoting an official mud wrestling league. I think that could be one of the ways to really popularise mud as entertainment. There's different, like, I don't know if you call them minor leagues or groups that do it, but there's nothing major, there's nothing televised, and there's no big organisation. And I really think someone should take it up. Here's an example of what it could look like. So this is Mud Queen a female mud wrestling organisation, but again, they need a full league. These people look great and crazy. Oh, hello. Oh, this is very different than what I was expecting. Exactly. And I know exactly what you're expecting was just people in mud, but no, they have character. Oh, (laughs) this is very wrestle-orientated. Oh my god, they're wrestling in slime? (gasps) Okay, some of this is definitely sexual, though. Mm. There's a naked lady here. There's a bum on this one. There's a bum on this one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is another thing as well is that for some reason when you say mud wrestling it's always woman on woman yeah where's the man on man mud wrestling yeah. action it's real unfair. i demand it yeah i am too gay not to have it in my life you'd be outside parliament with a big placard <laughs> yes you said it was a little bit nudity we probably cut out and actually make this a televised sport i don't think it's that far off happening the real question is which channel do you think is going to be more likely to air put this on tv maybe like a channel five i mean probably dave <laughs> oh dave, dave. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> this is very dave. <laughs> right after mock the week mm-hmm. like let's face it the bbc aren't gonna pick this up <laughs> oh here we go i've got some photos of mud wrestle matches with guys so men did wrestle in the mud which i assume they kind of always did there's definitely a stigma towards it as a form of entertainment isn't there Ooh, give me mud boys. Like, you don't see a local pub putting on a men's mud wrestling night, do you? Well, that's exactly my point. Kevin might correct me, but I'm pretty sure there's no instance of, like, a mainstream men's wrestling match in any type of fluid or substance. <laughs> so that shows that they purely think of it as a titillating thing that yeah. women yeah. should do. Yeah, there's no sportsmanship, it's just pure sex appeal. Yeah, they think it's something that's beneath men, which it's fucking not. Men should do mud wrestling as well. This is the thing. So often on How To, I'm like, oh, it's just shit that the women have to do this all the time. And people are thinking that, like, I'm saying that they should never do it. And I'm not. I'm saying the men should be made to do it as well. I'd absolutely love to have a mud wrestle with someone. That would be great. I'd love to see that. Guys, should we have a mud wrestle next time we meet up? I think we should. (laughs) I don't want to mud wrestle. I will lay around in the mud, but I'm scared of wrestling in it. (laughs) I was going to say, this is the guy's only thing, Joe. Sorry. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Don't invade our space. No, that's okay. I respect your, your safe space. You can record it and then we'll add Ooh, it to the Daddy Tier Patreon. You. I'm just imagining someone trying to do a Canadian Destroyer. And... <laughs> oh my that God. wouldn't end well. 
I did, of course, do the thing we have to do for every episode, which is try and find the tie-in to people doing it sexually. And if you just go to Pornhub and type in mud, it's there. You, you don't have to do any more of that. It's not hard to find. Some people find mud very, very sexy. Mud porn. Wow, there is a lot here. <laughs> that second video, it's like concrete. Oh my days. Now, obviously, of course, when we're discussing this topic, the same sort of things of eating it obviously comes in. It can obviously be very dangerous to do this. There's a lot of diseases and dirt and things in mud. Mud is dirt. Um, so just be careful about, <laughs> you know, if you do decide to uptake the mudding lifestyle, just be careful what mud you put where. Can I just get a reiteration on your scientific term there, that you openly said mud is dirt? Mud is dirt. It is wet dirt. We've confirmed it here, guys. Mud is dirt. Was it Gwyneth Paltrow who sold vagina dirt or something? I think what? she sold vagina-scented candles. I don't know about vagina dirt. I thought she sold something that was like some kind of dirt you put in your vagina. I like, wouldn't be surprised. It makes it clean. No. What? There was a crystal, wasn't there? Maybe it was a crystal, yeah. That sounds very dangerous, putting dirt up one's vagina. Yeah, I wouldn't putting anything that. up your vagina is dangerous. I mean, other than, you know, the usual. The ding-dong. The ding-dong and the other ding-dong-like things. To be fair, I think the ding-dong-like things are probably a lot more sterile than the ding-dong itself. Depending on the ding-dong-like thing, but yeah. Yeah, and the ding-dong. You don't want to put a sausage up there, that's not very sterile. I wasn't considering, like, food complexionaries. I was just vaguely <laughs> thinking of ding-dong-shaped things. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's just like a low and hardy sketch or something, the ding-dong thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, we're talking about sexual mud and stuff. Now, mud looks an awful lot like shit. <laughs> Is mudding, like, a crossover between that and scat? Is it, like, a gateway into that? <laughs> I think there's quite likely to be a crossover in audiences, but I think it's distinctive. There's something different about the mud to the scat. Mud's very natural okay. to play around in, have fun in. You find mud everywhere. You enjoy it as a child. Scat, on the other hand, you've got to kind of seek out a little bit, I feel. That's okay. probably less programmed into us as a child to play with. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's kind of hard to get into, I think, but I think if you're into mudding then you might have taken the first steps towards that, maybe. And if you're into scat, then there's a good chance you also probably enjoy a bit of mudding. It's scat without the prep work, I suppose, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I can imagine the Venn diagram and the kind of crossover yeah. between the two. Yeah there's, yeah, there's a big Venn diagram. There's mud, there's scat, there's people in the middle. Audience, if you're into scat but you don't enjoy mud, let us know, because I feel like that would be the smallest audience there. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. Let us know if you're into scat. But you don't like mud specifically. Yeah, no, we don't, don't like just mud. want to hear from scat lovers. That's not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that's a very dark hole we'll be going scat through. Scat lovers, you can wait for your own episode. <laughs> will they? <laughs> You've heard it here first, guys. Ben will be hosting our next episode. I didn't volunteer to do that episode. I'm just saying, uh, you're too I'm just saying it is not this in. episode. <laughs> well, on the subject of fetal matter and mud, how about we call it there? This was definitely an exciting episode, and one that started off on such a great high, and just kept on going deeper and deeper, deeper. Aaron, <laughs> oh. quickly, give me your best mud impressions. Can we repeat that one? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Great ASMR, great ASMR. Anyway, thank you all for listening. This has been a very dirty episode. We are the Subcultured Board of Tourism, and we apologise for this message.
thought you'd seen the last of me? Not bloody likely, you swines. You can find more from the ragtag bunch of hooligans by searching Subcultured Cast on Twitter and Instagram. Plus, make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to Subcultured on your podcast platform of choice. Subcultured is part of the Pod Crabs Network at www.podcrabs.com. It is well good. I get so anxious when I'm on like voice chat in games that my mouth gets either very dry or suddenly very moist. Mm. You need a uh, little bib or something. <laughs> Just to dribble into yeah. the beard. <laughs> no, you need one of those... Um... You've ever seen those ones where it has like a scoop at the bottom to catch like food and stuff? Yeah. You need one of those and then you can <laughs> catch all your spit and then you can bottle it and sell it on. Podcast boy spit, a bit like Game of Girl Bathwater. Oh <laughs> my gosh.